Hello, and welcome to the RPGBot.News. With me, as always, is Tyler Kamstra. Hi, everybody. And Randall's not here. I'm filling in for him. My name is Ash Eli, in case you forgot. Uh, so, Tyler, what is happening? Today, we have three very special guests with us from Dungeons & Dog Tags. Uh, with us, we have uh, John Lassard, Sergeant John Lassard. Mm. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been called that for a while. It's nice. I like it. Uh, specialist Melissa Gorski. Hello. Hello. Glad to be here. And Sergeant Travis Williams. Hey. Uh, so quick introduction for everybody. So Sergeant John Lassard served six years, including one in the reserves. Uh, he was a combat medic and paratrooper and served time in Iraq, uh, medically retired in 2009, and currently is a certified paramedic in Arizona and is working at Amazon. He plays Sergeant First Class Josh Sedgwick on the Dungeons and Dog Tags actual play. Melissa served seven years as Army National Guard. Um, she's a religious support specialist, combat lifesaver, and um, was an acting nuclear, biological, and chemical NCO and recruitment sustainment program mentor. She's currently an admin on the Dungeons & Dog Tag server and plays uh, specialist Charlotte Knoxley on their actual play. Travis served six years active duty and six years in the reserves and is a French linguist. He's currently the Defense Master, which is another fun acronym for DM for the Dungeons & Dog Tags actual play. And he looks stunningly like me, based solely on the ginger beard. <laughs> Just if you held the two of us up next to each other, could not tell. Tyler, you, <laughs> you need to put a hat health. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. what is Dungeons & Dog Tags? Can you give me like the elevator pitch? Yeah, so Dungeons and Dog Tags is a community, a D&D community for U.S. military and veterans. We also have NATO allies with us, and then um, our civilian supporters join us as well for D&D games played throughout the week. And then, of course, our actual play streamed Twitch show. How did this all start? Like, What made you guys decide to do something like this? I think I think we started, there's been a couple of iterations. John has been with me since the beginning when we were doing it uh, kind of on the side of another company. And we started playing D&D basically through kind of the pandemic. Pandemic is kind of when we really started picking up. And there was obviously during the pandemic, some of us kind of lost some time. There was some stuff that had to happen. Some people had to go to work. We're all in the military. So, you know, some people got called away to help with the pandemic and stuff. And so now that we are post-pandemic, we're able to kind of buckle down the hatches and get back to it. And uh, we created the community. It was kind of just us as a group, but now we have the Discord community and we're growing day by day in, in, in the community. So that's kind of how we came about. So who else is on the team? It's you three. Um, anybody else that you want to shout out? We've got two uh, crayon eaters, also known as <laughs> also known as Marines, mm -hmm. um, Ashley, Ashley, and Ramirez. And then we've also got you know, people would probably think that we probably have an Air Force or an, a Navy, but we actually have a Coast Guardsman. Oh, wow. Playing as our last character uh, for the show, for the show at least. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and those are only the, those are only the, the people that are in the actual play. And then if you're just talking about like in the Discord, we've got everybody from all everybody. branches, mm -hmm. you know, America, the EU's got, we've got some some military from the EU and civilians from all overs. So it sounds like this is like a 
fairly large and growing community, international players coming together on this. So you've got a large and growing community. You've got the actual play podcast. Um, do you have people who are currently serving like on military bases, deployed worldwide, or is it mostly people who are former military? We actually have a combination of all of that. We have folks that are serving over in Dubai. The individual is very active in our play-by-post game. That works for him because he can post in the game 24 hours a day, even though he's in a vastly different time zone than us. He's still a very active player. Uh, I believe he just made it back to the States in the last couple of weeks and transitioning. So we've been hearing all about that uh, in our channels. But I just feel like it's... I've met people from all over the United States as well as internationally, and the common bond is the military. So I can't speak well enough about the community and what it what it brings and, and just the camaraderie. So it sounds like you guys have gotten a, a good reception from your fellow uh, former and currently serving soldiers. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, we're we'd really like to grow the community even more. Uh, there's a wealth of players and not enough DMs. I, I don't know if that's a, it's a normal mm-hmm. problem, but mm-hmm. um, you know, we want to definitely grow that. And, you know, I, I feel like getting some more exposure and letting people know our mission will, will just help us bring more games to active duty and, and veteran players. So how much of the community is made up of uh, veterans and soldiers and how much is made up of people who are not part of uh, military? Or or do you have any people who are not in active or previous military? Uh, We do. We have civilian supporters. Oh, gosh, the number offhand, maybe a dozen or so. Okay. Um, They usually connect with us through other players. So it could be somebody that plays in a local group or a neighbor, and they're just interested in supporting the community that we have and just interested in playing in D&D. Yeah, I I would say that probably 80% of the discord is military and then a good 20% is the civilians. So it's a, it's a good, it's a good mix. Now with, with that larger group, like I have to imagine you've got some people who are coming into the game for the first time, or is it all people who are, you know, longtime D and D players or people finding their way into the hobby through this? Oh goodness. Uh, I think we have a wealth of experience to be honest. Um, (laughs) We, I know that we have a couple of players in our games that are new and they're very nervous. They say, Hey, are you, can we, you accept a newbie? And oh. what's really great about our community, I think D&D in general, or tabletop in general, is people are very welcoming. And the DMs we have are very patient and, and onboard people to the games very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so what was, what is the goal of the organization? What are you guys trying to accomplish? I, I think the, the overarching goal is just to build the community uh, and give give the opportunity to play D and D and and even learn about D and D to as many military and veterans as as possible. Uh, John knows firsthand that playing D and D, especially deployed overseas, um, and even you know I've done some just on base uh, here at home, is something that uh, at least in my circle we've like looked forward to. You know, after those long grueling days, you know, six to six to six sometimes, you know, you just want to get off and play D&D during the weekends, play D&D. And it really is a one of the big things that Dungeons and Dog Tags focuses on is the mental health aspect and how can we elevate the mental, emotional health of and, and just the overall well-being of all of our 
of all of our members. So that's interesting. So yeah, you know, there's a lot of discussion nowadays about like how D&D can be really helpful in terms of like mental health and socialization. So what have you seen that is the positive aspects that help veterans uh, through playing Dungeons and Dragons? I could take that one. Um, when I was in, I was uh, kind of diagnosed with PTSD uh, after a lot of the things I, I dealt with. And I think uh, going through the VA, going through different uh, you know therapies and things like that, one of the things that really brought me and put me in like a center position was Dungeons and Dragons with my friends. Uh, that that worked leaps and bounds. It brings that community together, puts you in a safe spot, lets you explore all sorts of different stuff in a in a group that understands you and wants to like you know wants to have a great time and and, and put a positive spin on stuff. Even if it's like a tragic or a sad story, you can kind of explore that and kind of go. Uh, in a safe space, which is awesome. I think I, I, I honestly, from 2009 to present, like I, my weekly D and D therapy is better than anything I've uh, actually uh, had to had to deal with. So um, to yeah. piggyback off of uh, what Sergeant <laughs> Sergeant said here, one of the things that I always really appreciate and and makes me really understand that what we're doing is, is positive is, is when we get messages and I, and I get them semi-frequently from, from members saying, Hey, I'm glad this is around, you know, you guys help a lot. I'm glad that I, I get to come here and enjoy this time, you know, once a week or once a month, it doesn't matter. Like they're here, like John was saying, um, they, they're here with like-minded individuals that understand almost everything mm-hmm. that they've been through. So that's, so, so that's the cool thing. And, just to kind of go into to one of the uh, uh, an example that the the cast itself had, there was we were doing some testing with some episodes, and there was uh, there was a, an episode where John's character died, <laughs> and the entire cast. I mean, like this is we were in it. And the entire and the entire <laughs> cast, like I, it was hard for me to DM it, watching how everybody's reacting to the situation, right? And not all of us have has, have necessarily experienced that particular kind of event, but we know people that have, and that all affects us in in some way. And so that kind of thing immediately to me was just like a big like eye opener to to kind of realize how how um how big this could be in helping and and kind of talking about mental health and, and just getting through things together as a community. I think it was awesome in that episode specifically uh, to see things you would you expect in, you know, D and D when a player <laughs> die, Oh, let's get the loot. Let's do this thing and see it translated from that to it's a bunch of military folk playing. And it was like, <laughs> secure the body, secure the scene, fire superiority, get over here. We're taking, we're not leaving him. We're taking him with us. Nothing's happening. It, it was, it turned from uh, a, a kind of jovial situation to, Oh crap, we're in a fight to, we had now, now it's serious. Now we have to do stuff. And it was, it was and to awesome that to point, see. <laughs> that particular scene as a religious support specialist and a combat medic. I mean, it was extremely emotional for me because I've been in similar, not death, mm-hmm. but similar situations where you're caring for someone and you're trying to triage and, and it, it was 
I, I, it was almost like I had a flashback to my time in the military and I'm playing D&D and trying to make it as real as possible. And it wasn't hard to do that because we've lived and breathed it and we were able to translate that into our characters. So it's a pretty, pr- pretty powerful moment. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, even, and even more so, the, the fact that you can go through these events in a campaign or in an episode but also you're you're kind of understanding that it, it is it it is fantasy right it's it's mm-hmm. it's a story that we're telling right but you're still able to get those emotions out where um you might not have gotten those out another way right you might have uh, held them in and and sometimes we see kind of what holding in uh, emotions can do so it's just another outlet so it's it's really cool yeah that's 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 really great to hear cuz like i think a lot of times as, if, when you're dealing with like just one-on-one therapy, it can be kind of hard for you to deal with the, like the trauma that maybe you've been through. Uh, I know just speaking from personal experience, that's a thing that I struggle with. But for some people who maybe aren't comfortable like doing that, D&D offers an outlet for those people to sort of come to terms with those emotions. It can be kind of a cathartic experience. Mm. Mm. Uh, I do want to swing back to what John said because I am interested. Uh, you mentioned how uh, uh, you guys think tactically, like you're in the military when you're playing <laughs> D. Does that does that translate to like how you guys play <laughs> the game? Like, do you do you think like tactically in combat? So, like, okay, we got to make sure that we're we're positioning John over here so that Melissa can do her thing over here. So we play we're utilizing roll 20 for like the tabletop thing, obviously, because we're in different parts of the world at this point uh, and we all play together. So it was usually, you know, I mean, here I go. I'll throw back to stereotypes of the classic. We're all huddled together with a torch going down the hallway to fight the beholder or whatever. Right. Um, and no, we had like. Me and Ramirez, me and him are like the tactical dude. So I go left and I, I post at the wall and I look over and they go to the other side. So we we move like almost like a, hey, let's secure this this egress route. Let's secure this door. Let's move. and it, it's it's annoying. I would imagine for Travis to deal with, but but we are all over the place and it makes sense in our head because we're like, yeah, that's how we you clear a room this way. You know, you do things this way. Do we have a grenade? That's clear in that room so let's you know it gets it gets exciting but yeah it's it there's definitely a tactical aspect that we pour into it that maybe a little bit extra but ah, no i I, I actually i enjoy it because my mission is to punish them if they do not (laughs) act accordingly if they're gonna go if they're gonna go willy-nilly barbarian style into a fight and leave their comrades behind they're gonna they're gonna take some uh some damage so it's 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 fun, <laughs> but we also we also have a lot of fun, kind of yeah. reskinning the classes mm-hmm. to fit what our what our in game uh, character job is. So it, it's it's fun to see you know like the cleric spells kind of end up being a first aid kit or you know things like that, like a tourniquet and stuff like that, and 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 so it, it's really fun to to play off to mix the two. So I know like military has its own culture there's different cultures within individual branches have you have you folks played games with people outside the military and like do you feel like there's a a difference in play style between the two i uh, i i guess i'll i'll Jeez. just start here i've played with my brother my brother is the one that kind of introduced me into D when i was stationed in fort lewis probably the first time i played was 2000 yeah like 16 
And playing with him and his group was a lot different than playing with military friends. I mean, I've I've only met John once officially, and I haven't met anybody else in our in our team. <laughs> Yet every time we get together, we can just immediately converse and talk mm-hmm. about anything and everything military related. It's not difficult to talk to anybody or get to know anybody. So it's kind of like we we were talking about this we've had so many session zeros because like every time we talk, it's just our sessions. Like we are just talking. It is our session zero every single time we just get together. So it's, it, it is very different, at least from what I've experienced. Mm-hmm. I've been playing D and D since I was 14. <laughs> I'm almost 40, believe it or not. Um, I've played in a, the same group since that 14 up to last week. Uh, so I've, I've had that experience. I've had, in country, uh, in Iraq, I played with the Mortar Platoon, my Sapper Platoon, all these different groups. Uh, I've played one shots with the with the uh, with the community we have. I've done you know one shots and uh, other games and stuff. I think out of all the communities I played with, the military is the most flexible. It's like form fitting. Doesn't matter who we grab. I think they they there's a certain mesh that they come with that just sticks together like Legos and it's perfect. It's uh it, it, it there is something to be said about that. I mean I've played it you know game shops local stuff like that and you know you get the you know the little awkwardness and it takes 20, ten minutes to kind of get your groove and going like that and I can just walk into the the military groups and be like what's up uh, what's your favorite uh, flavor of crayon there Jarhead and he's like oh oh man hey how's it going and we'll just we'll we'll tee off and have a great time so. yeah that does kind of make sense because you know you're coming from a similar background and experience and also like unlike with civilian Hmm. groups the the military is taught to basically be team players so you're you're there to support your friends and your buddy Mm -hmm. to make sure that you guys all get out of here through this so that that does make a lot of sense to me in terms of like i have heard from some of my veteran friends that you know readjusting to civilian life can be kind of difficult does D and D help with that experience? Do you guys think? I would. Um, I don't. I don't know if. I think D and D, any role playing game, any community, military veteran community will will help with that. I think it's more. It's more of the community that does it than actual playing. You know, a specific game. The com- the community because the community itself. You know, when we're when we're just you know, out of our games and asking questions on Discord or wherever it is, right? We're getting we're getting feedback right away. Hey, you know, I just got out. I'm looking to go mm-hmm. to school. Like, has, does, does anybody know how to do this? Oh, yeah, someone will chime in. Yeah, you know, go through the VA, get your GI Bill, all this stuff. And so that transition there, like, hey, we're looking for, I'm looking for a job. Does anybody know of any jobs that are open? Oh, hey, this website's mm-hmm. great for that. That kind of thing is more around the, the, the community itself, um, I, I would say. Uh, I I think D and D is really good at kind of maybe not taking you and like I you know I played D and D now I'm good. It can take a step down. Like it it uh, it takes away that you know you come from a military background. You're hyper focused in your field. You're super good at it. You get proficient. Uh, you know and you got all your other military stuff. It's hard to get out of that sometimes. And I think D and D is good because it's like I'm going to give you that focus. I'm going to give you that you know hey you're a fighter how do you be a fighter really good or you're a cleric what spells do you take you know things like that it lets you take those and kind of move them to a familiar space but it's not so much i'm stuck in my military ways let's go to a, a game right a game and just get out of that and kind of 
baby step your way down. And then obviously, like Travis said, doing it with friends. Now you're having fun. Now you're, now you're conversing. Now you're socializing. That's all just awesome. Yeah. The, the community aspects uh, important is for me, what I've noticed is I, I really, really enjoyed active duty. I had a great time in, in the military. And when I, when I transitioned to the reserves, there was just something lacking there. Like the community isn't there anymore because you're seeing these people once a month and there's no, there's no, there's not a, there's not the same camaraderie and community that there is during active duty. And so having a community, um, especially one where you get to play one of your favorite games together with of all military and, and service members, veterans, it's just, you, you get to keep that. You get to keep it with you as you transition out. So that, that, that's something that I've um, really enjoyed about these uh these like military groups well i'm sold so let's say i'm a service member and i'm thinking about i want to play D. how should i start what should i do uh what if i'm not familiar with D at all better get familiar <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so we um we will definitely like melissa was talking about earlier we're we're ready to to intake as many uh fngs or uh new new people as we can to to get in here and and uh and play mm, with us yes we'll teach you how to play we've got plenty of dms that'll teach you how to play we've got mm-hmm. plenty of players that'll teach you how to play we're just i mean anything you want to know about D, we've got a, a plethora of of individuals that have all of the information right <laughs> <laughs> just come talk nerdy to us yeah. we'll get we'll get at you not a problem. So it sounds like the largest part of the community is primarily on Discord. So like if if people want to get involved, is that the place to go? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Discord is where our community lives and uh plays our games. It's uh discord.gg slash dungeons and dog tags. That's our official Discord community. Um and then you know, just our socials all over the place, dungeons and dog tags on Twitch. Twitter is, I think, Dungeons Dog Tags because 15 character <laughs> minimum. Come on, Elon. Come on. <laughs> Open it up. I just need three more characters. <laughs> we'll have it in the show now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit more about the actual play. Like you, you guys have hinted at it and told us a couple of stories. <laughs> like, yeah. Give give us the full rundown. Yeah, Travis, give us the rundown. Uh, I can't I can't divulge I can't divulge too much because I have players I, I here. But it's uh it's going to be a good time. I, you know we there was a, we've been through a couple of iterations, kind of just testing what we want to do. We've done serious. Mm-hmm. We've done more of kind of like a drama type of feel. We've done and we've done some comedic stuff. And we found that the comedic stuff is just everyone in the group just is very quick-witted and works off each other in a very comedic way. And so the the the, the actual play will be very much more humoristic. Um, we will touch on some some military issues and stuff um, and and treat it through humor. And um, I mean, this, this, the story is, is just going to be fun. And there's going to be a lot of stereotypes, military stereotypes. If you're <laughs> if you're in the military, you will understand, and and get a kick out of a lot of the stuff that that we have planned um, for the episodes. If you're if you're a civilian, you might want to just Google, Google maybe like military acronyms <laughs> just to kind of follow along sometimes. Mm-hmm. But but it'll be a good story regardless of if you know you know, the military culture or not, it'll still it'll still hit home to a lot of people. And I think a lot of I mean we'll just have a lot of fun together. So 
So uh, my correction is assuming that you guys have not released the actual play yet, or is that right? Yeah, we haven't we haven't released it yet. We've um, we're we're just starting on it. We just got uh, we've been working on getting character art done and music and all and all this stuff. We really want it to be we really want it to be a good show. Uh, we're we're really trying to make it uh, really fun and enjoyable for the viewer to especially if you're you know a military or veteran to to really engage and and have fun with and will it be in podcast form or uh, are you guys posting it to youtube it'll be so it'll be primarily a twitch stream and then the vod will be available on youtube there um we're thinking about also taking it uh into a podcast form just you know obviously no video right, just right. cutting out the video and just doing a, a podcast <laughs> uh we'll we'll see how that goes we'll see how much work that is it is only you know it's only us little group here but uh <laughs> if uh if more people like the podcast format or if a lot of people do like the podcast format we'll definitely look into you know pushing it to a podcast as well and when are you guys planning on uh, releasing it do you have a release date in mind yet or are you not ready to announce that yet i, I think i think we can st- you can by the beginning of March, we will have the first episode out. Awesome. Okay. So by the time this airs, that'll be pretty soon. We'll yeah. have links in the show notes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming and joining us here. It was a great talking to you. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, thanks for having thanks. us. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having us. Of course. Um, yeah. Appreciate it. Why don't guys. you guys uh, tell our audience where they can find you? Um, we'll start with Travis. Where you can find me specifically. Yeah. My, yeah. You want my hometown, my home address? <laughs> no, how do we stalk you on the internet? What's my socials? It's uh I think my personal social on Twitter is Travis Tucker DM, I believe. Travis Tucker DM, I think, is my my handle. If not, you can just find me via the via our uh, our D and our Dungeons and Dog Tags Twitter, which is just at Dungeons Dog Tags. What about you, John? Anything you want to plug? Uh, sure. Uh, I don't really have any crazy projects besides this, but uh, LT Virus at Everywhere is what you'll find me at. Uh, you can go there. I do D&D with my buddies, which we kind of have on a hiatus right now, as well as these fine folks here. Uh, yeah. And if you want to chat, like I said, just hit me up there. I'll talk to you. And so on all the socials, so Instagram twitch and in the discord channel i'm apis m underscore 19 so apism underscore 19 um yeah glad to chat with anybody who comes into the server and get you set up awesome if you've enjoyed the show please rate and review us on apple podcast and rate us on spotify or your favorite podcast app it's a quick free way to support the podcast and helps us reach new listeners every day you can find links in the show notes. You'll find affiliate links for source books and other materials linked in the show notes, as well as on rpgbot.net. Following these links helps us make the show happen every week. Thanks, guys. This was uh, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Melissa, awesome. I got to see your cat. It has thumbs. It and does. I like here, hold on. Here she is. <laughs> Aww. Aww. She's a polydactyl. Oh, that's adorable. That is so cute. Isn't that a dinosaur? Just kidding. Night <laughs> <laughs> pressure. Better get familiar.